Another day in the life, man. How you doing, Stro? We're still kicking. We're still generating art. Keeping the dream alive. You know, it's it's cool. I had a... So, I've been playing a, a video game, right? And mm -hmm. in this video game, there's heavy customization options. And within those customization options... Um, I mean, they're, they're really deep, right? So mm -hmm. I attempted to make like some tattoo designs. So if you go to my mid-journey profile, um, you go check out my mid-journey profile, you'll go see that I made a set of like tattoos. And so I, I was trying to do specific things and things like that. And a friend of mine, uh, shout out to good old Geo. Geo. We had a, now he is a fantastic artist like yourself and we had a really oh, interesting thanks. conversation and he you know he we didn't get into a disagreement or a debate or an argument or anything like that about ai art and its implications it's a good wholesome discussion because there was one thing that we both agreed on and proved it in that moment that no matter what no matter how descriptive you are the AI is not perfect. Oh no. It's never perfect. And it's so very infantile stuff. And so I, I made these tattoos and I wanted specific things. I wanted them to be specific things. They didn't come out the way that I wanted them to. And I mm. layered I layered them, GPT, all that stuff, right? And mm -hmm. it it literally came to a point where we got into the conversation, like it's not perfect. It doesn't work. You know, so the whole fight with a with with the artist you know the big thing is the copyright you know the ai art is not at the end of the day we've said this it's not original you know it's not yeah. it's not original styles it's not you know you make you know you type up the renders form and things like that yeah you use your imagination right but it's not your work you have to always credit the original source of of where it came from i i don't think i don't think that's uh asking too it's much. almost like a a, a backwards thing it's like after you've looked at a painting and like if you ever were in an art class in school and they went to a museum or something they'd always ask you afterwards like what were your thoughts what do you think this painting meant we're kind of doing that but backwards we're we're saying what the painting means and then the painting's being generated not the, not the picture's already generated now we're putting words to it we're, we're putting words to something there yet yeah but the exactly. pictures are, it's, it's weird. It's, it's ass backwards, kind of. Yeah. And I've uh, just been really thinking about it because, like, it, it, it is true. Like, yeah, you can get some really great designs, but it's not mm -hmm. perfect. Will it ever be perfect? Who knows? No, the other uh, AI apps that are out there with art, you can kind of get more of an exact. I've seen people do some pretty exacting work. I don't exactly like that, and that's probably why I never branched off from anything other than MJ. It was because it's not exact. I kind of like the, uh, the the probability of error, and yeah. and I don't mean error in a bad way. It's usually it's a cool thing. It's like, oh, I never would have thought of it that way, or you know. <clears throat> yeah, um, in in that now I do have some AI news for you. Okay. So Paul McCartney, during an interview with BBC Radio, Paul McCartney was asked about how AI has been used to replicate his young voice and even bring back voices from the grave by mimicking the late John Lennon and George Harrison. Um, he says it's very interesting. It's something we're all sort of tackling at the moment in terms of trying to deal with 
what's it mean? He admitted he's not on the internet much, but he has heard of AI produced tracks that use the former band members' voices. I I would actually like to do another music episode soon. And um, yeah, you know, we could kind of just like throw it out of the the themes that we have already here uh, with, with some of the lists that we have. Like, like we we just talked about before the show that we we're gonna kind of change it up a little bit and kind of randomize our shows instead of going by the list that we had. Mm-hmm. Um, but one of these things is like talking about AI music and the rise of, of what it can do. And we have a new Beatles song coming out this year. Next, yeah, when we were talking about it, I remember I just heard something about that, but I didn't know it was going to be like an AI generated or inspired. Piece. So that'll yeah. be interesting. Yeah, it's a uh, very, it's, <laughs> it's gener it's AI generated. Hmm. Well, wake me up before you go-go. Yeah. Um, it's also said here in the article that uh, that in the 2021 documentary, The Beatles Get Back, which is a great documentary if you haven't seen it. It's on Disney+. Plus. It's about six hours long, and it's not it's not like your typical documentary. Like, you go in and they start Is this the White them. Album? No, this is when they did Let It Be. Let it be okay. Yeah, I yeah. have seen that one. I'm, yeah, yeah. So that's that doc- that documentary is really good. It's not like your typical documentary. It's not like oh, here's footage and here's an interview. No, it's it's all footage. They showed the mud and the clean stuff. Yeah, the process. Yeah, uh, that's what but, I thought uh, about it. A sound engineer used the Get Back documentary. Uh, he used AI to extract the vocals from the background music, and he had and we had. John's voice in a piano and he could separate them with AI. Uh, they tell the machine that's the voice, this is the guitar, lose the guitar. When we came to make when we came to make what would be the last Beatles record, it was a demo that John Lennon had that was worked on, and we finished it up and it'll be released this year. We were able to take John's voice and get it pure through this AI so that we could mix the record as you would normally do. So there's a good side to it, and then there's a scary side, and we'll just have to see where that leads. He Says. Just, just flip a coin. We'll see where John lands. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's even it, look. M Shadow, <clears throat> M Shadows from um, uh, Avenged Sevenfold has even talked about wanting to donate himself, donate his voice for more research to implement more AI in music. I don't it's got me thinking all of a sudden. Yeah, Bradley listen, Noel from Sublime. Listen, I think I think it's a great way. I think it's awesome. Um, I think this gives an opportunity for people who don't have the band, they could create something and then grow a band from that. You know, there's, there's, there's good implications from it. Kind of see where this might go down the road in the future where there's just going to be a whole nother catalog of you, you pick a band and you can Yes, you'll have the original works that they made, and then you're going to have AI-created ones, like whole albums of just AI-inspired, what sounds like them, you know, instrument-wise and um, vocal-wise, but it's not going to be them. But it's going to be there, and it's going to be, I think it's going to be a hot commodity down the road. Yeah. People are, they're going to want to see what it can do, you know? They're going to test it. And again, it's not perfect. It's not perfect. Today we are talking about oceans. We're talking about oceans. oceans. We're talking about oceans today. And uh, 
I have to I have to say I I had a lot of fun with this one. I I was kind of stuck because I didn't want to just have generic images of the ocean. Mm-hmm. You know, I so I you had a little fun with yours. I had a little fun with mine. Um, you know, the ocean is your best friend and your worst enemy at the same time. It could suck you up and eat you dry and you must respect her. Yeah, and there's so many secrets that have not even been found in the ocean. And today we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about some of the secrets in the ocean, what makes the ocean beautiful. Uh, You know, do you have any experiences in like the deep ocean? I had never been to an ocean until I joined the army. And when I went to South Korea, that's when I got to experience the ocean for the first time. And what and how was that? Interesting, uh, just the the feeling of salt water. Like if you have cuts on your legs, you, you'll notice that right away. Yeah. Uh, I don't remember experiencing that. I I, I had fun with it actually. Uh, I'm used to Lake Michigan kind of our version of lake water, which isn't the greatest. At least where I'm at, you go farther north and it gets a lot prettier and stuff and yeah. cleaner. But um, I, I liked it. Yeah, I, I don't love have. To go again. Yeah, you know, I'm I a, always wanted to be a surfer. Uh, yeah, you know, I'm a city slicker, so I've never really been in the ocean unless I've been on top of it in the plane. You know, mm-hmm. being being a kid in Puerto Rico, you know, going to the beaches of of Destin, Florida, with my family—that's really the the best ocean mm-hmm. experience I've ever had in my life. Um, never really been deeper than. Yeah. You know, I, I haven't been. I've never been far enough that you couldn't see land. Yeah, you know. Me, even, me too. Yeah. And it's so interesting, too, because there's even, like, parts of the ocean that, like, you could walk on. You know, like, you walk on it, and it's, like, only waist deep, and you're, like, in the middle of nowhere. Natural bars. Yeah. Atolls. Yeah. Atolls and things like that. Really interesting yep. stuff that the ocean has. I mean, we... So many sunk ships. Uh, there's the Bermuda Triangle, which I didn't even think about that. Like, doing it, doing something about the Bermuda Triangle, too. But that on the list we forget yeah you know what We're, we, are, we are going to start randomizing stuff uh let's mm-hmm. let's get on with it man let's start off i started off with you today talk to me about what you got descriptionary up here um where am i at, where am I at? so i believe this was the first one i started with okay uh, to get my juices going. Uh, it was a pretty simple command. I used an uh, oceanic landscape with all sea creatures known to man. I don't think I got all of them, but I got some interesting... I don't... This reminds me of something. Maybe... Uh, there's a guy that wrote, wrote a slew of books. Manly P. Hall. Actually, I think he does... They use his books in a lot of school stuff. Okay. But uh, he did um, Secrets Throughout the Ages. That's a pretty well-known book. And this arts and this kind of reminds me of the art style and some of the pictures that were in that. Sort of a kind of a renaissance look to kind, it. Kind of like it reminds me of like a photo you would see like in a Bible that they would make for kids. Mm-hmm. Like here, mm-hmm. oh, here, yeah. here, here's an image of the ocean. Here's light. the ocean's sea creatures. Yeah. Yep. Very beautiful. Uh, a lot of animals here. I see a couple of whales. Interestingly enough, I don't see like 
I don't really see any like squids or octopuses or anything like that, you know. But I love like a... what I love is like this canyon type area here. It's very beautiful. Looks like the Great Deluge. The Great Deluge. I love it. It's actually a, it's actually it's actually a song uh, by really? Thrice. Yeah. I'll go into the really? next one. Why does that sound familiar? I know, I know of Thrice because you've told me of them, but that that song sounds. Familiar. They have a whole album that. that's dedicated to the ocean water. Okay, maybe keep checking. I always forget. Tell me about Thrice, and I never look it up. So I'm gonna put it down on my list. Okay. No, yeah. Um. So this one, I wanted to. So I wrote, I, I wrote a very long one for this one. It was retrofuturist style of the boundless beauty of the ocean while sitting inside of a of a lounge. You know, like you you have like this. Um, uh, how do you say? I don't want to say like apartment. More like kind of like like what a porch would be. But if the porch was like a veranda, yeah, because you know they have like these hotels where they're like underwater and things like that. So yeah, I kind of, I kind of restaurants. Yeah, yeah, I wanted to portray that, but I wanted them to see like the beauty of like above the ocean floor and under it, so that they could see. There better be some damn glass, is, you know. Um, yeah, I just, I, I just wanted the symbolization of beauty and vitality of marine life thriving. Like undisturbed in their ocean home, but with the balance of it. Yeah, the balance of it, and you know I'm I like all the about balance because you can see the above and below the ocean. I like that. That yep. represents well. Dig it. That's another t-shirt quality picture right there. I like that one. Yeah, I really love. I I really love this one. The next one is this one's yours. Shark Attack Week. That was something I never got into. You ever watch do like the Shark Week stuff? The Shark Month. Oh, all the time. TV or whatever it was. All oh, the time. I never and they, and they're they're always like they're always like adding like like new actors like two like new big name <laughs> actors onto it every single year. It's like um oh, it kind of reminds me of like like Rus <laughs> WrestleMania is like Shark Week is like WrestleMania <laughs> for like marine biologists and it's like oh. they show all like the shark movies um like Jaws obviously Jaws is the best Aim shark movie show, of though, all time. Yeah, you know, wow, so I think like spirit. the last one they had like Jason Momoa or something like that, like hosting Shark Week, and like they have, <laughs> they have like shark competitions and oh man, wow, that's crazy. Yeah, it's fantastic. Um, so yeah, I was I was thinking about like a sunken treasure thing, and then I was throwing in animals. Uh, I wanted to see like a sunken treasure which was protected by sharks or killer whales. Yeah, and every time I try to do a picture, no killer whales, just sharks. So I guess it decided that treasure should be protected by sharks at all times, not killer whales. <laughs> and well, uh, well, I, I, can you imagine how much treasure, like how much treasure, there's still like left unfound in the ocean? It's it's yeah. You use your imagination on how much is out there, and it's probably not even. It's probably triple times that much. Yeah, it's probably, it's not even close. Just with modern uh, 
wrecks and stuff, you're not even counting all the ancient ones that are still, they're still finding, like Egypt stuff and Roman. They even be finding a lot more of that nowadays. That, mm, interesting. Are we going on to the next one? Yeah, yeah, I was thinking there was another point I wanted to make, but I think that's it. But, but did you lose the point? No. <laughs> did I lose the point? No, I didn't. No, I was just thinking there was something else to it, but there wasn't. Hmm. We're good. All right, so this one I think you're going to like a lot. So I really, I, I was actually listening to this song by a band called Silent Planet. They are a philosophical, yeah, and if and and if you you probably picked up here because Silent Planet is a book, I think I'm pretty sure it's a book from uh, Silent Planet. It's a fictional novel uh, by C.S. Lewis uh, called Out oh. of the Out, Out of the Silent Planet. Now the band themselves really. Like, yeah, so the the band themselves, I don't ever expect you to listen to this type of music, Strobridge. But the lyrics that that the vocalist writes are very interesting. It's, it's beyond a sixth grade level. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, yeah. Good. So the the they have so they have a song called Panopticon. So in the in so the lyrics say uh, safe in your silicone shell a cell in a server silent observer staring at solitude eyes green and unblinking the thought before thinking panopticon and if you don't know what a panopticon is I'm about Something to tell you five. Right, yeah I'm about to tell you right now Um, if I, if I, I have to look for my notes. I have my notes somewhere here. Okay. And what was the band name again? Sorry. Silent Planet. Silent Planet. Okay. I don't know. It sounds like it might be Uh, down my alley. Yeah. Um, it's super heavy metal. So be prepared. Uh, a panopticon is a type of architectural and social concept developed by philosopher and social theorist, Jeremy Bentham in the 18th century. It's a circular prison design in which a central observer tower, usually located in the middle, allows a single observer to monitor all the inmates in individual cells around the tower. Uh, the unique aspect of the panopticon is that the inmates are aware that they could be under constant surveillance at any time, but they cannot see if they are actually being watched, creating a sense of uncertainty and self-regulation. And this is all watched by one person, like one warden. No, no. If, if they if they jailers. choose if they choose to be, uh, but the panopticon yeah. design aims to establish a system of discipline and control through the perception of constant observation, even if it's not always the case. Uh, but the mm. concept extends beyond physical prisons and has been applied to various social and institutional settings, symbolizing the per- pervasive surveillance and power dynamics with modern societies. Uh, the panopticon has been widely discussed in fields such as sociology, philosophy, and criminology as it raises questions about power, authority, individual auto- autonomy, and the impact of surveillance on behavior and social dynamics. It serves as a metaphor for structures of control and tension between freedom and conformity in society. I'm wondering if I'm thinking of the right thing, but uh, is, I wonder if it has any ties or philosophy surrounded with um, 
Stockholm syndrome, if that's the right one I'm thinking of, it, like uh, where people went to the university and they posed as either um, prisoners or uh, jailers. They're real people. They weren't actually jailers or prisoners. They just pretended they were. Mm. And they see the, where the power structure went. I think that was Stockholm. I could be wrong on that. Yeah. Um, I know one thing's for sure that I wanted to portray, because we are talking about oceans here. I wanted this mm -hmm. panopticon to be in the middle of the ocean to symbolize that that's it. This isn't this isn't the rock. You can't you can't <laughs> you swim to the bay. Yeah, you can't you can't swim through the bay and think you're gonna make it. Like, no, this is a serious prison right here. And I came Don't up with several exhaustion. I came up with several iterations of this piece, but this one came out my favorite simply because of the dome itself. Um, mm -hmm. we have light we have like lighthouse themes to it. Um, I love the style of art that this came into too. Kind of like said it uh, looked very Da Vinci. Yeah. Yeah, it very it looks very pencily in a way. I again, mm. I love how this came out. I think the Panopticon is a is a very interesting topic. It actually would it would be a pretty good TV show too if you ask me. <laughs> Panopticon. Mm. You know. Now I now I got a light bulb. Yeah, you just gave me one too. I was picturing like some UFE slash prisoner island kind of stuff. Hmm. Mm. <laughs> oh, talk, to, talk to me about time. talk to me about this cute little thing you got here. Yeah, I had to have one cute animal in this whole thing here. So uh, I wanted to look up some actual uh, fish names, and I came up with one called the Mandarin Dragonette. Oh, and this is this is pretty close to what they actually look like. I was impressed with that. Really? So it, it looks like yeah. it's like a frog's face. And for some reason, my page froze up for me to get my description out. But that's what they're called. They're called dragon dragonets. Yeah. Mandarin dragonets. So are they like yeah. a reptile or? No, they're like a like a. I think they're kind of cousins to angelfish. Is what I was looking at the description when I was looking up uh, fish and stuff. There we go. Yeah, I had ma Mandarin Dragonettes with mass schools, oceanic landscapes, uh, with a Nokia 35 underwater lens, uh, appropriate exposure while underwater. Oh, interesting. You said a Nokia underwater lens? Yep. Very interesting. This came out really nice. It looks like a new, it looks like some type of alien species that you would <laughs> find on another planet. I want to say they're about the size of a guppy they're not you know bigger than your hand yeah they just look big because they're like right up in the lens mm. and got like a tigerish kind of print to oh, yeah that, like it... that i see where now where you're saying kind of looks like a frog it does have like the frog the oh, with like classic a classic frog with like a beak yeah kind of. yeah the beak comes out more mm. that's nice. probably my best picture i think most realistic Ah, the guardians of the ocean. <laughs> so I, uh, I wanted like a, I wanted a uh, comic book style illustration that portrays a group of team called the guardians of the ocean, a team of fearless heroes dedicated to protecting and preserving the vast open waters. 
in this action-packed scene set against the backdrop of crashing waves and dramatic sky the guardians of the ocean take center stage each hero should have a unique appearance and powers that reflect their connection to the ocean realm but the leader of the group of formidable figures stands tall and proud donned in an aquatic themed suit that exudes authority and strength wielding a trident wielding a trident based weapon their commanding presence serves a symbol of leadership and protection but the other members of the team are depicted in dynamic poses showcasing their individual abilities one hero might manipulate water with graceful gestures forming powerful water constructs or creating shields to defend against school to defend against threats another hero might possess the ability to communicate with marine life summoning schools of fish or mighty sea creatures to aid in their mission the remaining heroes could have powers related to weather control, underwater navigation, or the ability to, pur to purify polluted waters. You know, it's been a long time since we've had an original cartoon idea. I'd say 90s, and you might have just recreated one, because I didn't, I didn't get a sense that you were stealing from anything, or, or the AI for that yeah. matter. Yeah, I had. This is, might be an original concept. I was very, I was very intricate with with the Guardians of the Ocean. I, I, the ocean is important. You know, we have global warming mm -hmm. happening. We have sea levels rising. You know, what's to say what's going to happen in the next thirty to one hundred years, right? So I, I, I think it's important that we that we're in a time right now where comic books are coming back, and if we were to make, you know, characters that could relate in a grounded way to how the earth was feeling towards us, I think this would be the perfect way to do it. Now, did you have a specific number of people in there? I can't see all of them. It looks like um, I, I, didn't, I didn't put a specific number. I, you okay. know, I, I just wanted to have a group of individuals. If there's seven, that's a perfect number to be honest with you, mm -hmm. you know, but One for it, each continent. Yeah. That's cool. I, I, I love, that was this. another one. I said, I'd love a t-shirt for Yeah. I actually wouldn't mind making a t-shirt for that either. I love this one. Talk to me about <clears> it. And this will be my last picture. And I, I didn't mean to bring you all down, but I thought we should kind of inform you. The Guardians of the Ocean kind of brings some sense it to it. It ties too, right you with know, it. You know, yep, so. Yep. I like that. I like that segue. I want to do a picture of Garbage Island. I've heard about it. I've seen uh, news uh, newsreels for it and uh, when we started doing ocean stuff I was like yeah this should be on there too because this is something everybody should be aware of this is something that actually exists out there in the it's middle a of the ocean and, and it, it, doesn't, it doesn't look that far off from the imagination either like it no, looks I mean, almost it looks spot on even the little like uh, the boats that are there this uh, is small compared to what it really is this is just, this might be uh, an island. It's not, I don't even think you could even call it an island anymore because it's, it's huge. It's almost, yeah. it's, it's a good size. You're talking about the barge. You, now, you're taking influence from the Great Pacific um, garbage patch, right? Correct. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's horrible. Yep. Yeah. There you go, people. <laughs> So there's what actually a wonderful world. So, so within the garbage patch, there's actually three patches. There's the eastern garbage patch, or the North Pacific yeah, Subtropical are. High, the Subtropical Convergence Zone, and the Western Garbage Patch. And that's a lot of garbage to have in our ocean. 
when you say each there's there's regions of garbage that had their own temperatures and climate that's something to be said right there that's pretty yeah. sad disgusting i mean they they have their <laughs> own like it's it is very sad because we we we're all guilty of it me and you yeah you know we're guilty of it you know exactly. I'm, you know but but are we at are we at the point in our lives that we can't stop it no we can always there's no it's never too you know? late we're, we've done I, they've done some good things i mean there's still some stuff we need to work on the big culprits plastics you know that's gotten into the water now and it's in a lot of the biological uh, life out there your fish are coming in and they're gutting them and they're finding all this plastic in their stomachs and uh god i remember back in the 80s when i was starting to hear about uh animals specifically turtles and dolphins getting stuck in six-pack yeah uh, plastic you know containers that was the big thing and they they got rid of that so i mean it's it's small steps unfortunately but just think of uh, how bigger it would be like if we didn't regulate some of that stuff. The EPA's doing what it can. Yeah, that's very sad. But to to bring the mood up. Yes, let's bring it back up. You're going to love this <laughs> one. I brought back the old style of found footage. Awesome. And I wanted to portray this being found footage of a spaceship. Yep, I want to found footage of a diver finding an unknown space vessel that's been sitting crashed in the ocean for at least 90 years. I wanted a rustic look to it. I wanted to what I, I wanted to try to portray that there was still some electricity working inside of it. Mm. I wasn't getting that. And that's okay. Mm -hmm. That's okay. Because the AI is not perfect. We're not asking it to be perfect. Um and I, I had to bring back the, the, the found footage style. There's been a lot of disclosure with that stuff lately. So, uh, you know, we, we make these pictures up, but uh, any day now, these could be an actual reality. So just be yeah. prepared for that. It's coming out. I mean, look, the, 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 there's been a lot of answers. There's been a lot of stuff that people have been talking about, right? And a lot of this stuff is it's... I mean, are you really surprised? No, because I, you know, I've. It starts when you're a kid with your with your bedtime stories. You know, some of that's like, oh, did that actually happen? No, and then you yeah. find out some of it's true, and that's where it builds up. And it I love the childhood. And I love the mystery of this render too. I love the mystery mm -hmm. of it because you see the bottom. There's more to this. You, this isn't the whole ship. You know, and I think that's what builds the mystery um, upon this. So that could be the reserve ship or what do you want to call it? The, uh, the pod. Yeah. The jettison. Yeah. Like yeah, that. that's true. Captain's quarters, whatever it can be. Yep, and there you go. You know, it. this was this is actually kind of important. This episode was actually more important than we probably think because we wanted to have fun mm -hmm. with it. But there's also a big a big meaning behind all this all these things i mean it's actually interesting well it's funny you have an ocean photo behind you too that's i didn't notice that whole time and it's a, <laughs> it's important to recognize what we are doing to our planet and the biggest piece about that planet is our ocean and so you know just 
you know, it's uncanny because what the planet is what seventy percent water, something like is that. that. Right? Seventy and, or eighty. And, and look, I'm not. And then I'm we not, are the same. And look, we're not Greenpeace, all right? We get it. We're not Greenpeace. We're not here to tell you what to do, but just be mindful of the place that of the place that you live in, because you only got mindful someone. of your consumption. You know, because when you're gone, your kids are going to be here. Their kids are going to be here. These are these are generations that you are building. So. Hey, don't poison them before they're even here. Yeah. So, guys, make sure you, make sure you check us out next week. Do you want to? Do you want to scramble it up? Let's scramble it up. I'm gonna give. I'm gonna let's, give you. Let's just take that water paper and crinkle it up. I'm gonna give you four. You... I'm gonna give you four choices. All right. I'm gonna give you four numbers? choices. Or you're just gonna pick out them. Okay. Uh, star maps, lyrics. Um, symmetry or sound wave art for our next one yeah either sound wave art or what was the first one you said lyrics sound wave art or lyrics I'll let you go from there I, I, I narrowed it down to two let's do lyrics man lyrics okay. let's do let's do lyrics i think and, and this is going to be real fun because i mean i'm i i already know what i'm going to do i'm going to just put lyrics in it um we'll do we'll, let's do six let's do six for next episode yeah because i think they'll uh be a smaller version so we can put more in yeah mm. let's let's do let we'll, we'll we'll do six of each for the for the next episode uh, join us for lyrics for next week, and then we will take it from there. Uh, the last couple episodes have been really fun to do. Um, our last episode that we did, sports, was a hit. A lot of people seem to have liked it. Um, we want to hear from you guys what you like, what you don't like, what you want to see. We'll even we will even th- do a random one if you guys tell us which one you, which. <clears throat> What yeah. kind of theme you would like to see from us? So, um, you got anything, you got anything to close it off, Strobridge? Nope. Uh, just uh, be wise, uh, treat the planet good, and we will see you next week. Yes, sir. And don't and don't abuse AI. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>